One of the consistent arguments I have with people about the PESO model is that a communications program never starts with paid. (sighs) Yes, I agree. The argument goes something like this. Some quote-unquote expert posts on social media, it's time for the PESO model to die. Today, it's all about OSEP. (sighs) It's always been OSEP or OESP, depending on your goals. But when you create a brand, what is the number one rule? Make it memorable. Is it easy to remember OSEP or OESP? No, of course not. Is it easy to remember PESO? Why, yes, it is. And that, my friends, is the only reason the acronym starts with paid. But in practice, you almost always begin with owned because without owned media or content, you have nothing to share on social media. There's nothing for journalists to review before they interview you or your experts for an earned story. And there is certainly nothing to amplify through your paid efforts. In my mind, owned media is king when it comes to your communications program. There are a few exceptions, of course, but without content, you're building a program without a foundation. That's why I'm always interested in surveys about the strengths and the weaknesses and the challenges and opportunities of content marketing. This year's Content Marketing Institute of Marketing Profs Content Marketing Benchmarks Budgets and Trends Survey has lots of great data to help you plan for next year. On this week's FinSucks podcast episode, we'll discuss the data and trends from the report and how to take what it says and apply it to your 2023 planning. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. For those of you in the U.S., I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. Now begins the race to the end of the year, both personally and professionally. May the odds be ever in your favor. Last year's survey showed that content marketing was a sleeping giant rearing its head, and the same holds today. In fact, 71% of respondents said content marketing has become more important to their organization in the last year because, you know, foundation and all. It's not just the foundation of your comms program either. In his newly released book, Trust Signals, Scott Barrowdale talks about the importance of rebuilding trust via the work that we do, and that starts with owned media. You can talk about the marketing funnel or a bow tie program or however you want to describe how a prospect makes a decision to buy, but every one of those programs starts with owned media. And yet, the resources needed to support this growing prominence have not fully materialized. The survey asked, if you could change one thing about content marketing in your organization, what would that be? Among the common responses content marketers say they're fighting for, number one, executive level awareness and support. Number two, a content marketing strategy. Number three, more budget and additional staff. Number four, more access to subject matter experts. Yes, please. Number five, better technology. Number six, better measurement. Number seven, greater alignment between sales and marketing. Oh man, each of these speaks to me differently. Having done this work with clients in the past several years, I know these are all pain points, especially the greater alignment between marketing and sales. How often have you had to fight with sales about where a prospect came from? This happens a ton in B2B comms, and it drives me bonkers. But it's not just a greater alignment between marketing and sales that's needed. Executives also have to understand that the work we do affects every stage of the customer journey, and that begins with better measurement. I've been in conversation after conversation after conversation after conversation where we show that based on first touch attribution, the work that we've done has affected a certain percentage of pipeline. 
But that almost never goes over well because the salesperson will say, well, of course they came to the website because we just got back from a huge trade show. So then we all say, okay, and we show that based on last touch attribution, the work that we've done has affected a certain percentage of revenue. And sales will say, of course they converted because we just did a demo with them and then followed up multiple times. <sighs> Insert eye roll. This massive gap between marketing and sales also affects the way executives see the work that we do as unnecessary, you know, until it's gone and their pipeline dries up. But what good are trade shows then? Digest, digest. But the point is that measurement continues to be a problem. Execs don't truly understand the value of the work we do. And marketing and sales have to do a better job of working together and giving credit where credit is due. In just a minute, I'll be back to talk you through more of the survey results and what we can do about it for our 2023 planning. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step -step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. All right, let's get back to it. Now that I've finished lamenting with you, let's get down to the cold hard truth. If execs don't understand the value of the work you're doing with content marketing, it's your fault. I know that's harsh, but it's true. I've lived it. And let me tell you, most executives understand the value of sales because almost all of them came up through the ranks via that path. Content marketing is generally new and most of the execs you work with don't understand it, have never done it, and don't know how to control it. So you're already behind just because of those factors. Add in the fact that there isn't a great way to measure effectiveness, attribution models, regression models, and metrics galore, and suddenly everyone is overwhelmed. We once had an experience where the client didn't believe the data. Hard facts right in front of him, and he didn't believe it. He kept telling us that the numbers were inflated, that we were, quote unquote, stealing prospects and customers from sales. Literally used the word stealing. And it didn't matter how many data scientists told him he was wrong and showed him how the numbers correlated to the marketing and communications program, which included hefty content marketing. He just didn't believe it. It was incredibly frustrating. After licking my wounds a few times after meeting with him, I went back to my team for ideas on how we could get him to relate to the work we were doing, see the value, and understand that the data was real. We started telling stories. In our weekly report that showed the data, we attached a story to it. Video testimonial we had created when the team had had a new relationship formed because of content, such as an interesting podcast guest or a journalist who had reached out to us because of something we had produced. Even fun conversations being had on social media. At first, he hated those too. But we kept at it, if only to make ourselves feel better, to be honest. 
I knew we had won when we were in a meeting with a larger group of executives and he relayed one of the stories we had included in a weekly report a few weeks before. It takes a lot more work and a certain amount of creativity, but it works. And that client, we're on year three with them and the budget continues to grow. And they're such big believers now that they have four writers, an editor and a video producer in house. Not everyone will give you the time or the runway to get the CEO to the point of believing the data and understanding the value. We actually had a pretty big proponent in their COO who kept telling him to hold off on firing us, thankfully. If you don't have the advantage of time to figure out what speaks to the exec who isn't your biggest fan, start your results reporting combined with stories. Just like in all of the other work you do, storytelling is the most effective way to communicate with everyone. To figure out how to measure your work and prove the immense value you provide, join us in the Spin Sucks community. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free. It's fun. It's smart. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 